Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, December 28, 2020. I'm Rich Strappolino. After meeting with representatives from the online financial giant Ant Group over the weekend, the People's Bank of China announced a plan for the company to rectify its regulatory violations across its lending, insurance, and wealth management services. While not explicitly calling for the company to be broken up, the bank called on Ant to return to its roots as a payment company with more transparency on transactions, protect user data privacy, establish a financial holding company, and revamp its credit, insurance, and wealth management businesses in accordance with regulations. Ant Group said it was creating a task force to be in compliance with the People's Bank and is setting up a firm timetable for changes. Xiaomi launched its new flagship, the Mi 11 phone, in China, the first phone to launch with the Qualcomm Snapdragon 888 chipset. The phone includes a 6.81-inch 2K AMOLED 120Hz screen capable of 1,500 nits of brightness, comes with 8 or 12 gigabytes of RAM, and 128 or 256 gigabytes of storage. Rear cameras include a 108-megapixel main camera, 13-megapixel ultrawide, and 5-megapixel telephoto macro sensor, with Xiaomi offering a new night videography mode. The phone is currently only available in China. A global release will follow, starting at 3,999 yuan. The company confirmed the Mi 11 will not include a charger, setting environmental concerns. A recent software update to Tesla vehicles showed the company is working on a new music service integrations with Amazon Music, Audible, and Apple Music. Tesla vehicles currently integrate with Spotify, with CEO Elon Musk announcing title integration was coming soon. There's no indication when these integrations would be ready for launch. Amazon will no longer offer the Kindle Owner's Lending Library as of January 4th, 2021. This service launched in 2011, letting Kindle owners borrow one ebook from a limited library per month. Lending for Kindle, which lets Kindle users lend out their purchased ebooks, remains available. The analysts at CounterPoint Research report that MediaTek became the largest smartphone chipset vendor in Q3 with 31% market share. Qualcomm fell to second with 29% market share, remaining the largest 5G chipset vendor with 39% of that market. On the year, MediaTek saw market share growth across emerging markets, up 5% in the Middle East and Africa, 11% in India, and 22% in Latin America. Last week, Reuters sources said Apple was targeting 2024 for the production of a new electric vehicle. However, according to a new note by analyst Ming-Chi Kuo, 2025 to 2027 would be the earliest launch window possible, with 2028 or later likely if any issues occurred during development. Kuo further said Apple's key success factor will need to be big data and AI rather than hardware, but said this presents a challenge as the current self-driving car brands will have accumulated at least five years of big data by the time Apple's car comes to market. Wired reports that ChatRoulette, the video chat app that randomly pairs users, has seen traffic triple since the start of 2020, up to 4 million monthly visitors, its most since 2016. Women now account for 34% of users, up from 11% in 2018. In 2019, the platform's founder, Andrei Ternovsky, brought in a new leadership team with machine learning expertise. ChatRoulette now uses AI tools from Hive to moderate content, offering a moderated experience in the random chat channel, along with an unmoderated channel. The company plans to remove the unmoderated channel in the middle of 2021. The company says moderation has cut down on inappropriate content by 75%. TechCrunch reports that venture funding in India fell 35% on the year to $9.3 billion. According to the consultancy firm Traxon, this is the first time since 2016 venture funding fell below $10 billion annually. 
Overall, deals were down 9% in the year to 1,088, with 20 funding rounds over $100 million, totaling $3.6 billion, compared to 26 rounds in 2019, accounting for $7.5 billion. And finally, open-source developer Lori Kasanen released a new port of the Linux kernel, for the Nintendo 64. While not the first port of the kernel for the console, prior attempts weren't aimed at potentially upstreaming it to the mainline Linux kernel. Kasanen said having Linux availability on the console makes it easier to port emulators. The binary for the 64-bit MIPS build is available on GitHub and can be loaded onto the N64 with a flashcard. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.